On this episode of Give Me Some Truth, it's the Christmas episode. We have Clint, we have Keith, we have Nate in here currently with me, Hannah. And Clint is about to tell me his pick for the best Christmas song well, of all I time. Well, I think it's quite obvious that the best Christmas song is the delightful Mariah Carey. You know, she is a gift to all of us. She has a wonderful voice. And I think that when you think about just looking at your Christmas tree and just pondering what the spirit of Christmas is, it's Mariah Carey, for sure. So, so your pick is All I Want for Christmas is You. That's very Carey. true. Yeah, All I Want for Christmas is You. Uh, we're going to take a moment then to listen to this in the booth. All I want for That was a Phil Collins level drum break. It was. And it, what I love is always tempo changes. Like you have me at a tempo change and it's, it starts out just nice and slow and then it just rocks. That's a build. That's a very serious, serious build. Also, it just like sounds like a mall in the best <laughs> it, possible way. It, it went to number one this year. First time ever. It, it, it sounds like a mall. Like you yeah. can you can smell the Auntie M's pretzel. You really can just wafting <laughs> off mm-hmm. of that. I think of Love Actually, which is perhaps the worst movie ever made. Oh, that's um, a hot take. Best worst. Wow, we are going to get some hate on that one. It, <laughs> hate responses. I mean, I do appreciate a good sleigh bell, and there is there's some yeah. sleigh belling in there. Yeah, it's like you just walk past the Foot Locker and the Music Land. Is what it, that's what that song. <laughs> and you're like, little, oh, Pottery Barn looks like, great hey, this year. Hey, this yeah. is fantastic. Oh. GameStop is rocking right now. Little S- S- Sam Good. Sam Goody. Sam Goody, Goody yeah. back Sam in the Goody. day reference. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sleigh bells do seem to be an integral part of a great Christmas song. Um, tell me, are they also in your pick for the worst Christmas song of well, all time? Well, so, you know, we'd be remiss if we didn't touch on this. And I have to say thank you to one of my best friends in the whole world, John Marshall, for turning me on to this, uh, I would say, awful greatness. Uh, and this is Justin Bieber featuring Busta Rhymes. And the song is what? Oh, this is Drummer Boy oh. featuring Buster Rhymes by Justin Bieber. I don't know what would have made that lead in okay, but Drummer Boy does not make it if okay. If you're expecting to hear the classic Little Drummer Boy, you'll be very disappointed. So, listeners, do you remember that uh, lovely animated classic, The Little Drummer Boy? This song is the opposite of that. <laughs> For the cake. Uh, that, song, that song makes me want to gouge out my own eardrums. Um, first of all, Justin Bieber, as he's known, <laughs> is the worst. J- Justin Bodie Bear. <laughs> Bony Bear. So first of all, I'm okay with Justin Bieber. That's my hot take. Ooh. The second thing is I would say that it starts out as you're going, oh, it's Little Drummer Boy. It's his take. It's not too bad. Sure, it's riffed a little, but you're like, okay, okay. I can still hear the original in and there then, somewhere. And then Skrillex comes and then, <laughs> and he's like, what if the bass strap you know, the little You know what's up? missing from this Christmas party? A rave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it just goes <laughs> down, just, and, you know, and then he goes, you know what? 
you know who would really add something to this? Busta Rhymes. You know, that would make this perfect. Right. I, and, I mean, uh, first oh. of all, if you're going to do a rap Christmas song, the, the rap Christmas song is Christmas in Hollis. That's the one. That's that's it. That's the list. <laughs> but I just imagine, like, Grandma, like, getting up and doing the, like, rave dance. <laughs> oh, I like this. I like oh, this. Yeah. Here we it's go. It's a little more up-tempo. I, I remember I, uh, her little drummer boy. I, I love me some Busta Rhymes. Uh I just I, I want to take a moment to acknowledge the fact that I accidentally called that the little bummer boy. <laughs> that was I think that was accurate. I yeah. think yeah. that was pretty that's, accurate. That's pretty much how we feel. Yeah, about that one. Big big old bummer. You were yeah. You know what? Okay. I I can't argue with your worst Christmas song of all time. I have ah. a, I have a challenger for your Mariah Carey pick, um, but. What what man, is hard, what, what is Hannah's best song. Christmas song of all time? That's that's coming later. That's a reveal. Oh, it's oh, a reveal. Ooh. Oh, a, is that the shot. very end? Big shot. She's got the big we all reveal. had to disclose ours, but Listen. Hannah's coming in. Yeah. You know, Hannah, Hannah's big timing. Well, us. well to what? all you guys, you're welcome about Little Bummer Boy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, to, I, I feel like it would be fun now to go to Keith's pick for the best Christmas song, which is the opposite of The Little Drummer Boy featuring Buster Rhymes. It's I'll Be Home for Christmas with Bing Crosby featuring Buster Rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be home for Christmas You can plan on me Keith, I gotta say Holy cow This Oof I, you know, after hearing the first couple songs Very down tempo Very <laughs> Shockingly down tempo. Three whole beats per minute. Letting yeah. the letting the crowd catch the breath a little bit on that one. Okay. Why why is I'll be home for Christmas the greatest tune? D- do you know the origin of this? Uh, first I, of all, I'm looking at it on Wikipedia right now. Does yeah. that help? So so this song was written in the midst of World War II, 1943, and uh, the Binger had a, a top ten hit with it, and it resonated with many soldiers who. Uh, uh, were stationed abroad in during World War II. And, you know, this idea of I'll be home for Christmas if only in my dreams. I think if anybody has ever not been home for Christmas for a variety of reasons, it, it makes you feel less alone and kind of brings you into the community of Christmas, even if you are, like when I uh, uh, listen to this, uh, you know, sitting in a, a studio apartment in France uh, that is so cold because it has no heat and you have one tiny space heater. Uh, I don't think that's safe either, by the way. Uh, no. Did you have proper venting for that? Uh, I did not have proper venting. Uh, but it's France, and so safety just goes out the window. Keith, you really put us in a bind here. You've, you've put us in a position where taking a stand against your pick means not supporting the troops. Right. And, I didn't think that was uh, possible. Letting the Nazis but, win. You know, so. not, not my first rodeo, folks. <laughs> I, 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 this is a classic <laughs> debate technique right there. And All I, I can think say I is won. good pick, Keith. Well, thanks, yeah. everybody, um, for listening. That concludes <laughs> the podcast. Also, <laughs> also <laughs> I would say that Bing Crosby uh, Christmas album is the best Christmas album of all time. It features Mele Kaliki Maka. I love that song. Underrated Christmas underrated. tune, by the way. And another underrated Christmas tune, uh, Christmas in Killarney. And I know we get uh, we have some listeners in Ireland. Christmas in Killarney with all of the folks at home is just is just a fantastic Christmas tune as well. So Okay, and you said that one was your favorite one, though? That is my favorite. Okay, so Christmas in Killarney is your pick for favorite and I'll be home for Christmas is your pick for best. Yeah, because it's so boring that it couldn't possibly be anyone's favorite. 
No, because I'm a, a PhD in literature, and I believe that you need to make differentiations between favorite and best. He's also a financial advisor. He believes in hedging. Yes, hedging. Yeah, that's exactly what this is. Hedging this my is risk. A, I'm this covering is the stock everything. Stock and bond side of his portfolio <laughs> yeah. is what this was. Not acceptable. One's not yeah. better than the other. Oh. Just different. Just different. <laughs> Just different. Uh, Clint, or uh, pardon, Nate, you've been talking a lot of trash over there. What is your pick for best uh, Christmas song? My pick, uh, although I, I will say I'm a, I'm a fan of Clint's pick as well, um, my pick is Christmas Baby Please Come Home by Darlene Love. Okay, let's, let's, let's give it a listen. Hope it's uh, a little jazzier than uh, Keith's downer World War II tunes. So why this one? Uh, and, and I will uh, couch my reaction or my response by saying that uh, I would have potentially thought of Clint's pick if, if Clint didn't pick it. And I also have to give a shout out to my daughter, Natalie, who uh, her favorite is Under the Christmas Tree, I believe is the correct name, by Kelly Clarkson. Mm. Okay, it's another like modern classic. And... I believe that my son's favorite has, is sung by Megadeth, but I'm not sure which Megadeth <laughs> track is his favorite Christmas song. But Black um, Christmas. I, <laughs> I, uh, I like it for a few reasons. One, uh, it was originally recorded in the early 60s, so it kind of has like that. I think the 60s is one of the it best. Was, it was a Christmas gift for you from Phil... Spectre. 60s, just in general, is one of the best music eras um, in, in the last 100 years. Well, so Phil, Phil Spectre aside, that is that is truly a Christmas classic. And I would say it's the proto uh, All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. Right, right? exactly, right? It kind of has it that It feels same. like a mall in the 70s. Right. It right. has a... It, I will give you, it has a little bit more upbeat. It has that Motown sound. Yes, right. That has that great... Wall of sound, Phil Spector sound. It's a good. It's a good call. And I think any anybody could sing it today, uh, and it still seems relevant. So that's that's my pick right there. So okay, okay. it is it is truly a timeless classic. So uh, I'm not sure if this one counts as a timeless classic, but Mitch, uh, tell me tell me your pick. Far from a timeless classic, <laughs> I picked Christmas song by Dave Matthews Band. And let's let's back up a little bit here. So I am generally a very optimistic person. I like to think I smile a fair amount and have energy and have optimism. However, when it comes to Christmas music, my wife has described me as the Grinch. Oh. Yes. I've like never, in a positive way? I don't know no. how that's possible. I've okay. never really liked Christmas music. Wow. So hence I'm the Grinch. Wow. And I think it's just... I don't know if that's the style of music. Do you have something against sleigh bells? No, no. But did you uh, ever jingle, work as a in a mall during Christmas? Because that no, will, I've never worked retail. That will put you off of Christmas music working that's, in, yeah, a, in retail during it, the. Christmas It just season. never clicked with me, and I don't know why. I've tried to. So even when I'm driving my daughter around in the back of the car, she'll be like, "Music, music." So nowadays, I will put on Apple Music, some sort of Christmas playlist, right? And I'm okay with that. And some songs might be growing on me a little bit. But I picked this song because 
I like Dave Matthews band. It's different. It's it's acoustic. It doesn't have that same kind of jingly type of Oh, it is see it is the sleigh bells. You won't admit it, Keith, but it's the sleigh bells. Uh, it's I, feel sleigh like, bells. I feel like yeah. Christmas songs often yep. have like giant choruses too, and just sure. like a certain level of like giant production. Right. That can definitely like horns, this, this song has none of that. Okay. This song so has none of that. The, the opposite of a traditional Christmas song, Christmas song by Dave Matthews. Not very much of his childhood was known. Kept his mother Mary worried always out on his own. He met another Mary who, for a reasonable fee, less than reputable, was known to be his heart for love, 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 love. So it starts talking about Mary and Joseph and goes into Birth of Baby Jesus, and hence why it's called a Christmas song. It takes a little bit to get going, as as we heard, right? But it's it's just a softer, kind of mellow, acoustic tune that I I really enjoy. And it talks about baby Jesus. So it is there very you go. nice. It, it kind of makes me uh, want to go, here's a little story about baby Jesus. <laughs> like, like just I, I could see Dave you're, doing that. You're, Dave you're, Matthews you're, is kind of, what is it called? Scat? Is that what it's called? Sure. You, yeah. Yeah. That, that sounded more like John... John Mellencamp, like he's oh. gonna be a son of God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. At first, I thought yeah. it was like a like yeah. something, but that's exactly right. Um, Nate's exactly Nate's face is. that whole time just did not look sold on that song it, at all. It's as Dave Matthews Band as the day is long. So there's what no question. Very, that's exactly very 1990s. Like I, I'm zero of, chance that could have been confused uh, with anybody a, other than Dave Matthews. I have Band. a hemp necklace on the yeah. butt cut. I'm wearing Birkenstocks. <laughs> right. It's right. taken me back. It's a, right. it's not a mall. It is a you know, nineties. Uh, it's concert, on a blanket con- at uh, yeah. Alpine Valley. At Alpine Valley, in it's a nineties, uh, yeah, concert right. parking lot. Right. Am I the only one that's been to a Dave Matthews show here? I, I have been to a Dave Matthews band oh. concert. Okay. I've, yeah. I've, I've seen John Mayer. Does that count? That's, that's, that's I've never Dave been to John Matthews Mayer. Light. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's general. You've never been to Dave Matthews. White guy. No, I've been to. Five or six, probably. Sure, yeah. I've, I've, uh, I've not. Yeah. I'm not, uh, I went in uh, in St. Louis. I went to a Dave Matthews band concert. It seems like the majority of people that have ever been to a Dave Matthews show almost kind of went there, like, almost by mistake, where it was, like, the day of, somebody's like, hey, I'm going to show. All right, sure, I'll go to that along, too. You know, that uh, you know like, it's, uh, middle, it's a nice summer sure. outing. It's, <laughs> it's a good out, It's like a picnic. I will say, you a know, lot like, of the draw, because a lot of these people go to, like, 30 Dave Matthews shows in their lives, right? Almost to the equivalent of, Nate, what you do with Pearl Jam. Yes. But... It's the Dave Matthews crew. Sure. And I feel like a lot of times people go because it's nice. It's an outdoor concert. It's July. There's beer, you know. There's, there's the party flowing into the, the parking lot. That's part of the experience, too. It's the, it's the perfect um, kind of halfway between, between, like, Pearl Jam and, like, uh, you know, like a fish show. You know, it's kind of in the middle. It's a little rock and rolly, but it's pretty chill. It's yeah. kind of and like you go and you're like, Dave Matthews is not offending me. <laughs> right, right. Like, I'm going to sit here on this blanket, listen right. to some music. Dave Matthews is not going to offend me with his music. Well, to, to Hannah's point, she's saying, John Mayer, I've seen Jack Johnson. So, you know, kind of a similar, yeah. you know, yeah. similar vibe. And none of these artists I typically think of Christmas music. Right. Right. Which is so, you know what? Kudos to you, Mitchell, for bringing us something that we wouldn't have thought about and something that, uh, you know, made us all kind of think and this morning. And still higher tempo, even at its slow acoustic pace, <laughs> yes. than Bing Crosby. Than Keith so, Bing Crosby. You are all welcome. 
Okay, Mitch has tapped out, uh, and now we have John in the booth to tell us about his favorite Christmas song. What do you have for us? Well, as I was thinking about my favorite songs from my childhood, and you know when my mom would spin the records, or you'd be driving in the car and you'd get that rogue radio station that would have some, you know, some of these deep voices in there singing. I, I thought about Bing Crosby and Johnny Mathis, but I went with Walkin' in a Winter Wonderland by Dean Martin. Mm. Crooner. Crooner era. Gone away is a bluebird here to stay is a new bird. He's singing a song as we go along. Walking in a window in the land Well in the meadow we can build a snowman And pretend that he is positive brown So you can really you can really hear that just the coolness in his voice. That's why he was called the king of cool. And uh, you can almost hear the glass in his hand. Yeah. The, 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 you can you can almost hear the undone uh, bow tie of his tuxedo. <laughs> you can almost hear it in his voice. The, the rock. Just, yeah. Exactly, right. Playing, the, it, almost it empty me, scotch glass. It made glass. me want to start doing the, the hipster, you know. Finger clicking. Finger clicking. Yep. Just, yep. You're, you're feeling it. And, and, you know, probably not as talented or as much of a perfectionist as Frank Sinatra, but that puts you in a Christmas mood, doesn't it, John? It, it does, I, but... We, I, I disagree about the talent level. I think it's one of those things where, you know, he was a part of that rat pack back, you know, back in the day. And, and I think that, you know, it's like any team, right? You know, one of the guys is going to get the ball more. And I think Frank Sinatra just, he was like the quarterback, right? But there was, he played an integral part in that generation. And I, I feel like for me, you know, the, the a couple different uh, uh, singers from back in that era, Dean Martin was the one, he was like your, uh, that quarterback, you know, for a team that nobody really get, gives enough credit to, like a Russell Wilson, you know, he's always right. winning. But, you know, everybody talks about Tom Brady, so great, right. and, and Peyton. You know, in, ter- in terms of comparisons, uh, one, I have to agree with you about Dean Martin. He's always been my favorite. And two, uh, I would say if Frank Sinatra is the method man and uh, the rap hack here is the Wu-Tang Clan, then Dean Martin is truly the old, dirty bastard. He is, bunch, yeah. Right? Like, ODB. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, I, I he, agree. he's out of control. Uh, Nate, you obviously have to appreciate Dean Martin because he was a big golfer. Yeah, I, I do. I, I, whenever I think of the Rat Pack, I always feel bad because there's always the one that gets kind of like forgotten, you know, because everybody remembers Frank and Dean and Sammy. But it's it was Peter was it was Peter Peter La- Lawton Peter Lawton right? So yeah. there's always the forgotten Wait, one. I've never I'm, heard of this guy in my life. Yes, he was a comedian. <laughs> there's always the, there, there was four in the Rat Pack, and the, and the fourth one always gets forgotten, like the one that got Peter forgotten. Peter Lawford, from, sorry, not Peter Lawton. The one Peter that got Lawford. forgotten oh, no. from John F. Kennedy's brother-in-law. So who oh, wow. who is the forgotten one in like Insync or Backstreet Boys? We didn't remember his name. Well, I think just the fact that we can't remember their name. That's right, the right, person exactly. That was forgotten. Oh, we don't Kevin, even know right? Their name, was there a Kevin yeah. in the Backstreet Boys? Is <laughs> yeah, that the that, forgotten one? There was one? probably a Kevin. Well, yeah, um, <laughs> sure, sure. But, but this, is there a Rat Pack Christmas album? I feel like there. Oh, is. Frank Sinatra has one. Well, Frank and Bing did one together too. Frank has ah. one. Dean has one. 
I wonder if there's like a Rat Pack live show one. Wouldn't that be a great Christmas it, album? It really would be. And you know, I'd, I'd want it on a record though. I really would need to, to feel that. But I, but I yeah. will say that that this particular song moves me every year when I hear it. And and I do usually have a, a glass of scotch and and I'm just sitting there. You know, no rocks for me. But you know, I could I could see and I could feel. When I'm when that song, as soon as it comes in there and sings sleigh bells, I'm like, I'm in. I'm into the song. I'll listen the whole <laughs> way through. But I do have a, a song that I that I absolutely despise, and I do want to share that one in, in this podcast as well because I, I feel like we're talking about the best Christmas songs, but it's actually Christmas shoes. And, oh, and I know this. I know. If I any know. of you Who have ever heard this song, Christmas shoes. I believe it's new song. It's a it's a Christian band that came out with this song and. This is a time of the year that we want to, you know, feel joy and happiness and, you know, think about family, birth of Jesus and all this stuff. And then you listen to this song and it just makes you feel really bad. And Christmas song. I like the sound of this. This is great. Some sort of melancholy. Christmas shoes. It's about a a poor kid that can't afford to buy his mom's shoes, right? And he's standing in line. Is it sung by Billy Corrigan? (laughs) It's not. I mean, I mean. Obviously, the most depressing Christmas song is the, the Pogues' Christmas in New York. I would say it's Hang Myself from the Tree by the Vandals. Ooh. But, but it, you let, know. let us give John's pick for the worst Christmas song of all time. The Christmas Shoes. A listen. It was almost Christmas time. There I stood in another line. Trying to buy that last gift or two. Not really in the Christmas mood. Standing right in front of me was a little boy waiting anxiously, pacing round like little boys do, and in his hands he held a pair of shoes. So, so that little boy is standing in front of him, yeah, and, and, he's, no. and he walks up, and he's no. like, Sir, I want to buy these shoes for my mama, please. It's Christmas Eve, and these shoes are just her type. But then he goes on to say, Mom's like dying. Oh, oh, so we took it down another level. <laughs> and, That's good. It wasn't no, and his This guy like... standing behind her trying to buy his last gift. And, and, you know, he's just, I mean, we're in the rush. I mean, I, I always do my shopping on Christmas Eve, right? And I, I have set, I like actually set my pace each year and I'm trying to set my record. And if I stood behind a kid in line that didn't have money to pay for it, I would ask, do you mind just standing off to the side real quick so I could take care of this? Not that I, I would want to be, like, generous, but I'm really hurt. feeling like the Christmas spirit <laughs> rolling through you. Hey, kid, get out of the way. I am a good person, but it, this you song know. just really tugs at my heartstrings. I just have to say that this, that particular song, whenever it comes out, maybe the first time I heard it, I was like, oh, that is, like, super sweet. The, and the one million four hundred seventy thousandth time that I've heard it, I'm like, oh my gosh, are you got to be kidding well, me? Well, I would say it's like so syrupy. Right. It's like too yeah. sweet. Right. It's, it's yeah. All right, I'm going back slightly, half a step back. There is, as a matter of fact, a Christmas with the Rat Pack album. However, don't get too excited. It's not them all singing together. It's a compilation of Christmas songs by ah. each of them individually. I.e. Uh, Talking about a box collection. The first Noel by Frank Sinatra, and then Baby It's Cold Outside by Dean Martin, and then I Believe by Frank, and then Christmas Song by Sammy Davis Jr. So it's each of their individual songs. Only if they have Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer by Dean Martin. Are you guys familiar with this? Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer by Dean Martin is the 10th cut on the album. Uh, Do you guys know what I'm talking about here? Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. Do you know the chorus is, Rudy the Red Beat Reindeer had a very shiny nose. Yeah. No, no, I'm out. Yeah. Well, what I'd like to know, though, is if I were to go buy that, that Rat Pack 
Christmas album or a record, and I was in the record store, Nate, and you were standing behind me, and I didn't have enough money to buy it. <laughs> would, would you, you buy would you, If I was like, sir, Please I want to buy this album, and you, we, and, but I don't have any money, my mom's not, Would you Martin, buy it for me? I would give you the $6.97 that it cost used on eBay. That's okay. what I would give you right now, because I'm looking at it right my, here. My mother is a huge Dean Martin fan. All she wants is a Rat Pack Christmas. I just want it. And she's ma- dying. In case <laughs> Mama meets Jesus tonight. I'd be like, do you have an eBay account? Because I'll, I'll Venmo you $6.97, yeah. and you can buy it there. I love it. All right, Hannah, let's go. Pull back the curtain. Okay, okay what is guys, the... guys, I thought about a lot of things for, for my pick. Like, I feel like there's a lot of good contenders. Uh, nobody said, uh, have yourself a merry little Christmas by Judy Garland, a classic. But you know what? That's a downer. We've had enough downer Christmas songs on this episode. It's 2019. Nobody's got time for that. Here is All That I Want by The Weepies. That is my pick. It has it all. It has sleigh bells. It has acoustic guitars. It has a jangly rhythm. And it has my favorite thing about any song, which is a lady with really hard consonants. I think Alanis Morissette did this to me, to where I'm just like, yes, I want to hear about the harbor. The ships come in. It's Christmas time. It's just some sort of tortured artist <laughs> up on stage with a microphone and a, and a guitar. and No, it's, it's actually like a, a couple, I think. So this is good, though, because actually, as I pointed out to to Hannah, this appeared on the OC Christmas album. The OC, which had the, like, best, like, 12-episode run of any show ever, but also gave us the term Chrismica, because you remember Seth Seth Cohen uh, was, he had a Christian uh, mom and a a Jewish dad and celebrated Chrismica, which he referred to as as Moses and Jesus coming together. Sure. And so, you know, while this this podcast may seem a little exclusive to only our Christian listeners, I think this one opens it up. It's an <laughs> interfaith <laughs> podcast. Truly, truly because an, of its an, an interfaith to... podcast, an interfaith uh, song. Also, shout out to the OC uh, and whoever their uh, song like coordinator was for introducing me to Death Cab for Cutie. Oh. The Weepies. Sure. I, I assume there's more. Uh, uh well, you you never listened to uh, Hamilton Lighthouser's. Uh, why can't I think of him? Uh, the 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 Walkman? You, they appeared on the on the uh, on there as well. It would it would actually be great if any of our listeners out there are interested in this song, go look it up because as soon as you click on it and view on YouTube, it's going to go over one thousand listener or, or times it's ever been page viewed on that we we weebies song weepies weepies so that's gonna it, i'm shocked that they're called the weepies but it actually it had a good little start to, i like that it, I it's a nice Lumineers little it's a nice little christmas song reference. i think they're uh on that oc christmas album and there are a number of pretty good decent christmas mm. songs uh that are not traditional if you're like kind of burned out on on the binger that that OC album has all, and I think that's a great that's little blasphemy. By the way, the, burned out on the you can't get burned no, out. on I, it's the greatest Christmas. Can you believe album he's been time? gone since 1977? That's when he passed away. Think about you know the little drummer boy, not the Justin Bieber terrible awful. Oh, we played that earlier. Oh, that's awful. You missed that. Yeah, yeah. you know that that I mean, would that, that would pick. have to be an all time worst too. But uh, that was Clint's. Well, no, it's for time. for worst for yeah, worst, for worst absolutely. Song. 
but Little Drummer Boy um, with uh, Bing Crosby and uh, David Bowie oh. was pretty pretty good. That's a good now, remix. Now, that was remixed because Bing was gone. But I always thought I was like, wow, did they actually play that together? Because it almost looked like next to the little like piano, they were like right on top of each other. But that was one of those original like times where they brought two people together. That was a great song. All right, there you go, folks. That is the Walkner Condon Christmas holiday. Uh, what was the word, Keith? Chris. Chris Mahana Kwanzaa. Yeah. Uh, Chris uh podcast. Special um, mention goes out to Vince Guaraldi and his uh, trio. This was this was good. This was good. We learned oh, a little bit about each other. I, you some know, stuff little, we didn't little, know, so that was good. A little uh, Peanuts Christmas album. Oh yeah. Good, I'm yeah. gonna throw one last out. Uh, if you haven't, she and him Christmas album. Absolutely is, not. There's yeah, it's fantastic. That's just the time the yep. M word was trying to get yep. with Zoe Deschanel. Nope. And hey. a, an album resulted from Stop it. Stop hating. Nope. I'm not going to let you sit over there no, and say no, that sir. about it. It's a uh, fantastic album. I will album. say that that OC album as well, Maybe This Christmas by Ron Sexsmith. Great little great little Christmas tune. A lot of good songs on that OC Christmas album. Maybe we go into the other room and we listen to the, the OC Christmas yeah. album. You never know what will happen. All right. Well, we, Everybody have a great holiday season. Happy we, New uh, Year. look forward to uh, an, an awesome 2020, and we'll be back with more Give Me Some Truth.